Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tonight we're going to talk about how do one forgive and forget. I was taught as a as a youth, you know, to forgive and forget, just like I'm sure uh, a million of you were, and just like a million other things, I received only the end game. I was given the what. The how was left unanswered. So in my mind, I would say it starts with the simple, hey, I apologize. I was wrong. Please forgive me. But then it goes forward, well, it goes towards the end. As I stated earlier in my mind, some may believe that no apology is required. Teach me how to do as well as what to do. So, without further ado, we'll get right into it. Good evening. Hey, good evening. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm well. Let's talk about how All do right. we forgive and forget. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, kind of, kind of like growing up, kind of like you, you know, it's you told what to do, but not how. Um, you offend somebody. So first step is apologizing. Um, the unfortunate part is no one tells you that the apology has to be sincere. Um, you think about when you have children that, you know, hurt one another on accident, and, and you know, you say, you know, you have to apologize to your brother. And, you know, you would say, sorry, um, but you don't really know what being sorry feels like as a child. Um, like you don't, you don't understand that an apology is just not a verbal. It's an action, you know. Um, so you have to apologize and then not do it again or um, something like that. So when you look at or you talk about apology, um, we also need to learn how to be sincere in our apology. Um, And then on the flip side of that, on the other side of that, the forgiveness part, I think that Depending on the offense, you have to learn how to first and foremost forgive yourself um, for what you did in order to receive forgiveness from whoever you offended. Okay. But I think that, you know, the forgiveness, you know, I, I get that you. You 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 forgive, um, but how? You know what I mean? How am I supposed to forgive? forgive? You you, I think that remembering the offense is is important, important so that so that 
we will be kind of like uh, okay, offended again or, or hurt or what have you again. It's like a reminder. You know what I mean? Here's my thoughts on forgetting, right? <laughs> if you don't, I'm not saying that you forget totally, but you have to forget to the extent that it never comes up again because I offend you, right? You know, say I, um, you know, I, I bumped you with my bike. We always ride bikes together and, and I'm always, I'm very competitive, you know, and so I, I, I bump your bike with my bike, you know, um, and you get hurt. Okay. So when you decide to forgive me, that should be gone. Like that mistrust in that specific area should also leave you. Okay. Um, but oftentimes what happens is we go and we get on the bike again. You're constantly looking over your shoulder trying to see where I am because you haven't forgotten that, you know, I'm trying to run you over. You see what I'm saying? So you haven't forgiven, in my mind, you haven't fully forgiven me for it because you're looking for me to do it again. That's where I think. You know, when people hold on to stuff, that's where I think it becomes a problem because now you're being overly cautious and you can't let yourself have fun with me because of the offense I committed previously. You haven't forgotten. You see what I'm saying? Hello? Hello? You hear me? I I can now. Okay. I say is, like you said earlier, a true apology is in action. So, if you apologize and you're sincere in your apology, then I shouldn't have to worry about you offending me again. Right, so I'm saying that you should forget You should forget Once I apologize And and I've completed The works of that apology You should forget That um, You should forget What I've done to you In that specific area So you should allow me Since you've accepted my apology And you've allowed me To, you know um, Continue to take part in your life in that area, then you should also, too, forget that I've done that certain thing um, because I my, my apology was sincere. And for me, I've done, I've made amends. I've done everything that I needed to do to show you that, you know, I, it wasn't intentional. I, you know, I, I was just in a hurry or, you know, I was just having fun. I, I didn't mean to hurt you. Um I won't do it again. So you should forget that I did that to you. 
So the next time we we go out for a bike ride or what have you, you don't have to look over your shoulder expecting me to do that again. You've forgotten to the point where you have allowed yourself to come back full circle and be comfortable with me again. But oftentimes what we do is when I was growing up, you know, you were here, I forgive you, but I won't forget. Remember that. Excuse me. Well, I, I believe you. that that's the... That's the godly thing. I'm not on that level. So I may forgive you. But I ain't gonna forget it. You ain't gonna get me two times. <laughs> so if you so how do you if you forgive me Okay, so you forgive me, right? But you don't forget. So when we when we, you know, have um a discussion or you know something comes up you know and I've done something God forbid to offend you again you know then what are you going to do you can pull out that you can pull that sword out and say you remember that time you did this did this, did this, did this? yeah that's the second time this happened like why are we keeping score you know I, I apologize to you for that like that wasn't intentional but you, you want to sit and you want to apologize Remember, right. so apologies in action. Right, but you're missing my point. The point when when we when we talk about apology, you, earlier in my statement, I had do, I've already done what in my mind I, I apologize. I've done everything that I needed to do as far as making amends and and completing the action that to make you know that look, it wasn't intentional. You know, like that my apology was sincere. And so here we are down the road where I've done something again, and whatever I've done sparked that memory and said, you remember when you did this, that, and the third? And, you know, yeah, I remember that. You know, you're bringing it back up. So not only are you upset with me about what I just did, but you're upset with me about what you've already forgiven me for because you didn't forget. Well, I'm letting you know that I forgive you. That, you know, I'm just not going to let you do it again. You know, you remember last it's, time you pushed me down? You know, you push me down off the stool, and I see right, you coming back you up. For, if you've forgiven me for that, then why are you bringing? Why are you making it another issue between you and I? Because if you if if I if I've done something to wrong you, and I apologize, and I've I've done you know what I needed to do to get us back on a good foot um, from that, just because you know something else happens and you go jogging down memory lane. You know, now you're going to make me pay for that all over again. You know, when you think about, you know, just think about um, failed relationships or broken women, you know, in the terms and when, when men say, you know, I can't pay for his mistakes, you know. So it's kind of like, in my mind, kind of almost like that same thing where you're going to continue to penalize me for something that I think we've already gotten past. But you're going to penalize me because you haven't forgotten. And, and now... You're always on guard saying, you know, you got me once, I ain't going to let you get me twice. So why are we even still dealing with each other? You know, like why, if, if, if you haven't been able to forgive me and forget to the point where if I offend you again or, or you know, a separate situation, if you can't forget to the, to the point where um, it won't come back up, why would the relationship between you and I 
in my mind is is a waste of time because we're not we're not going forward. Every time we go forward, you know, we're going backwards because you're still holding stuff against me. You see what I'm saying? That's well, just, just me. Just because I forgive you, should it be forgotten instantaneously? Or no, I'm not saying instantaneously. Can, can I get my own time to heal? Yeah, but you have to think about this though. I mean, you you can have your own time to heal because that person, you know, if I offended you and I've apologized and I'm making amends towards that and showing, you know, completing action, showing, you know, my sincerity, then how long are you going to hold, you know what I'm saying? Like, depending on what the offense is, you know, like how long are you going to hold on to it? How long do I have to, there has to be a balance here. It, It can't be where, you know, I'm still making amends and apologizing and going above and beyond to try and earn, you know, the the trust back between you and I when it comes to riding bikes and stuff, you know, I'm trying to earn that trust back. And you, you know, it's been six months and you still won't go for a bike ride with me when that's what we used to do all the time. You see what I mean? But you apologize. That's my, so now you've cleared your conscience. Now it's my issue. So you can't put a, a, a time constraint on how long I deal with my issues. You've done your part. You've done all you can do. Right. Now okay. But, uh, again, even in apologizing, it, it's still that because we're still friends, you know, and it's one of those things where I'm making amends and you're accepting my amends, but then, but then you, you're still holding against me. We're not moving forward. It's you know, uh, forgive, for forgiving and forgetting is on both people, I think, to do it in a timely manner that's conducive for their relationship, productive for their relationship to move forward. You know, any relationship that you have, and I'm not talking, you know, husband and wife or, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, nothing like that. I'm talking just in general. Any relationship that you have with anyone should be a relationship of meaning and productivity, meaning, you know, we, we lift each other, we hold each other accountable. You know, I'm your brother, I'm you, you know, you, you're my brother, I'm your sister, that kind of thing, or however it is. You know, if, if I've offended you and, you're, and I've apologized and tried to work my way, you know, on a good foot again, and you're not moving forward with me, then we need to figure out the point of our relationship. See, because because in my mind, you can't effectively trust a person again if you haven't, again, forgotten to an extent that offense. I'm not saying forget totally, but I'm saying forget enough to where it won't come back up and be an issue if that person does something wrong again. Well, you, we're only human, so we're going to screw up. It may not be the same offense yeah. multiple times, but just because you apologize. And I say, you know what? I accept it. Now is my turn to get over it. But just because you're like, well, hell, I don't forgave you or you forgave me. Well, no, it's my turn now to get over it. Before right. you – wait, wait, hold on. Let me introduce Pastor to the line because he's on the line. Pastor, welcome, my brother. 
Say hello to everybody. Good evening. All is well. I'm enjoying listening. Keep going. Well, we just we talk about how do one forgive and forget. Just to bring you up to speed. So that's what we're talking about. Is it back so, on? Okay. What I'm, what I'm, but all I'm saying is, you cannot force me to get over it when you want me to get over it. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you, you have to take your time to heal through whatever happens, however mm-hmm. long that may be. I'm saying that you have to be reasonable for the offense that was committed. Um, in your healing or for in, in forgetting, you know, you forgive instantaneously. So, yeah, I forgive you, you know, because you know that the person is sincere and, and you see, you know, in their eyes. And I think, honestly, when someone offers you an apology, you can you can see the truth in their eyes or, or you know, in their, you can feel it in their spirit and in their, you know, sincerity. You know what I'm saying? So you can instantaneously, yeah, I forgive you. And laugh and joke and, you know, go on about the day or whatever. But then it, you know, it's on you to get to the point to where you don't allow this issue to fester and you forget enough to continue having the relationship with that person. You see what I'm saying? Um you know, it shouldn't take you six months to get over, you know, I, I, okay, I bumped you with the bike and, and you fail, you know, okay, it, come on now, that six six months, you you, you still holding on to that after six months, you know, um, but I broke to my where leg. if it, I mean, right, if it's a broken bone, you don't, you know, you have to go through a healing process and maybe surgery or what have you, then obviously, you know, it's going to take a little bit longer. So I'm saying that you can't be so stubborn in your forgetfulness to slow down our healing process or our relationship because you want to hold on to it. You see what I'm saying? See, many people, in my experience, when people want to hold on to something, you know, they always they're always going to look for a reason to want to argue or to or to not move forward or to not grow. You know, it's like, you know, uh, you remember I launched you, you know, da-da-da-da-da, and you said you was going to do this and do that, and, you know, here I am, you ain't paid me back yet, something like that, you know, but the fact of the matter is, when you offered to pay them back, they said, you know what, no, you know, you you good, but they want to continue to remind you how they helped you way back when, you get what I mean? Yeah, so I do. Right. So it's, it's like one of those things where I think that people don't want to forget because they want something to always hold over you. And if you don't allow yourself as, you know, the, you know, um, the offender, if you don't first and foremost forgive yourself and forget to that extent, um, then then that person isn't going to do it either. That's why I said, you know, in the beginning, forgiving you know, you, first you got to forgive yourself because if you don't, then that's just going to prolong the the healing process between you and the individual. 
you know, when I was when I was younger, I got in a motorcycle accident. I was actually um, riding my partner's bike and just testing it out. Nothing major, nothing fancy. Um, his throttle actually got stuck. And it's a good thing I wasn't going fast. I wasn't wearing any PPE. So long story short, it went down. Called my guy, had to come pick it up, took it to the shop. Like it was, it was, it was torn to hell. And shortly thereafter, by the time all the pieces and fairings and everything got back together, um, I had relocated to to Georgia. Now I'm in contact with him regularly and with the bike shop regularly. And so my guy was, I mean, he was real. We went to school together, like high school. So we had a relationship, you know. And he was like, you know, bros, don't worry about it. You know, it's it's all good. You know, I know you're good for you. You handle the business, and and I did. So I called the guy, and uh, at the bike shop, paid it off. So he came back to me later on. Was like, man, that was that was G as hell. How you handle that, man? Like anybody else, you know. Although you moved to a whole another state you still handle your business. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, because I couldn't rest. I couldn't rest, you know, without cleaning my face. He he, he have gotten over. He forgave me, but I held on to it. Now, I could have easily said, well, you know, he ain't do the maintenance on his. It's his fault. He got to eat it. No, I was wrong. So, and I say that to ask this question. You pushed me off the bike. Unintentional. Let's say your your tire went out and you bumped me, and I fall and break my leg or what have you. How do, how how does that go? It could have been a maintenance issue. It could have been whatever. If you leave me down the ditch, leg broken. I mean, so does the action you stopping to see about me? Does that show an action of of, of apology? Or, like, how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that when you offend somebody, the immediate response is always what's going to tell you the story. If I, if I, okay, so if my brakes give out, tire get out, whatever, and I bump you in and you actually went over in a ditch, if I keep on going and be like, oh, oh I'm sorry, are you good, you good, and I'm, I'm still on my bike and I'm going, then, then you already know. You know, but if it's like, oh, man, I stop and I jump off and I run down there, like, man, I'm sorry, you know, are you okay? Then you already know that how sincere I am and how, you know, it's it's 100% an accident. Like, I really didn't mean it, you know. And I'm doing, you know, everything within my power to make sure that you're good and make sure that, you know, whatever, you know, your bike, you know, need repair, whatever I'm trying to offer you, you know, look, let me get mm-hmm. let me get your, your bike fixed. Let me help you get a new bike. You know, what what do I need to do? I'm trying to do what I need to do to make it right. So you already know Absolutely. how sincere I am. I, I think that that, that in itself um, should propel you a little faster to that level of forgetfulness where it'll never be brought up again. Or if it is brought up, you could be like, man, you remember you bought my bike and I went down in that ditch. Man, all I could see was trees. Or you know, we can laugh about it um, and learn from it, 
versus you saying, no, nah, I ain't going for no bike ride with you no more. You, man, shoot, you don't get your maintenance done. Stuff like that, you know, you, you know, you throwing little side shots at me. Um, that's not, you know, that's not productive. That's not conducive for a, a good relationship between you and I. So it's, it it's one accurate. of those th- Huh? But it may be accurate. It may be accurate, but see, here's my question. How far do you get holding on to stuff? Like if, no. like. We're ahead. not talking about that. I'm just, well, we're yeah, we are. We're talking about well, holding on talking. because. Hmm? What we're talking about is, it's not necessarily about, about holding on. It's about how. We, we know we know the end game, but how do we get to the end game? Is a simple apology enough? Or do I got to bring you flowers every day? Or do I got to wait on you hand and foot to your feet, to your foot heels? Because it's not all that, that, you know, you broke your foot. Like, how do we get to the forgive and forget? You get there by starting with the apology. You know, the offender starts with the apology. And, you know, work do what they need to do to, to show the sincerity. Um, as far as the forgetfulness, it's it's a portion of rebuilding the trust in in the relationship and understanding that person is sincere in their apology. Um, it's about that. It's about wanting to move forward and get past it because you know you and that person have a good relationship, whatever it may be. Um, and it's about allowing time to heal whatever hurt you've endured. Um, Appropriate time, I say. You know, like you know, some people be going crazy. You know, it's been two years. You ain't saying nothing to me, and you know, because of the incident. So, well, I need time. Well, you know what? At some point, we we may as well go ahead and cut ties because you know, um, it. In in my mind, when you really working toward forgiveness and forgetfulness, um, and you allow God to be in that with you, he's not going to prolong it, especially if it's a relationship that he's ordained, whether it's, again, between friends, husband and wife, or mother-daughter, whatever the case may be. If it's something that he's ordained, um, you know, there's going to be cases where that reconciliation has to happen quicker. And so I think that you know, the, the answer is a combination of those things. Okay. Let's, Tassel has been quiet all night. Let's see what he has to say. Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying listening to you. That's, that, that sounds, you know, definitely sounds good to me. Um, there's two things that I want to, <clears throat> I want to share. I don't know if you guys you know, um, witnessed it or not, but um, on last week, it was last Wednesday, actually, there was a, um, a police officer that, that shot and killed a guy, and he she actually shot and killed him inside of his own apartment, uh, mm-hmm. supposedly by mistake, you know, whatever, whatever. And at the sentencing last week, um, the, the deceased man's brother got up to kind of speak on behalf of the family. And somewhere in the middle of him speaking, 
he asked to turn to the judge and asked the judge, said, um, can I give her a hug, the woman that shot my brother? Can I do that? And he said, please. And the judge granted his request. And when he walked out there, he hugged her, told her, I forgive you, told her, I forgive you. Um, and um, what Ms. Monica was just saying, you know, um, yeah, what both of you were talking about, as far as time limit is concerned, this man's brother is gone. This this man, this is, you know, that broken leg will heal, but that deceased man is not coming back. And, I, you know, for him to be able to stand there and say, I forgive you, I, I forgive you. And then from there, the woman was saying, I'm sorry, you know, I wish it was me instead of him. The judge walked out and... um you know, the lady asked, the, the, the young man told us that, you know, I, I ask that you just, your answer is in Jesus Christ. I wish you would just accept him, you know, give your life to him. The lady wanted to know, how do I get started? What do I do? And uh, and uh, she said, I don't even have a Bible. The judge literally walked out, gave the woman her, her Bible, told her exactly what to read. I mean, what I'm saying is it was a, a worldwide, they've seen all over the world, you know, uh, um, just a just a just a show of forgiveness. And I'm not going to tell you that I'm there to where, if you were to, you know, take the life of one of my loved ones, that I could just readily forgive you. But I can tell you that that's what God expects. And as far as the time frame is concerned, you know, the truth is the sooner the better. But the reality is. Some folk will drag it out, drag it out. But if you drag it out too long and forget it, it's going to come back up again, you know. And uh, speaking from the pulpit side of this thing, if you don't forgive, it is extremely dangerous. Matter of fact, um, the Bible says that, that we're not supposed to let the sun go down on our wraths. In other words, if we've got unforgiveness in our heart, we need to get it together that day Uh what he's basically saying is don't die like that. Don't die like that. Um, and this is my last story, and I'm anxious to hear y'all's uh, input on both of these stories. Um, in biblical times, um, there were areas of um, uh, uh, where if you killed a man, if you committed murder, what they would literally do from time to time was they would take that dead body and tie it to your back, and you had to literally walk around, just walk around, walk around, and one or two things would happen. You would either get so tired and so weak until it would eventually just kill you, or you would truly repent, ask for forgiveness, and they would release it from you. I hate to say it, but that's exactly what some of us are doing right now. When we don't forgive, we're carrying our weight, and the weight of that person around like that. So that's the two stories I want to share, want to share. The first one was about the man that that's a young man too in college that literally forgave the woman that shot his brother. I mean that killed his brother. He legitimately forgave him. I mean he showed the world that forgiveness uh, is possible. You can do it, but it's a choice. You have to choose to do it and you have to choose to move on. You know, some people may need to heal for 
three months, six months, a year. But the longer it takes, the harder it's going to be. And so I don't know if um, you guys saw that, but that thing blessed me and challenged me at the same time. And in the biblical story that I told you, I realized that I've carried around a few dead bodies in my lifetime, you know. Um, But as soon as I let it go, I felt better. I slept better. My health was better. Um, My thought process was better. And my relationship with everybody else was better. Because as long as I held on to unforgiveness, I was short with a lot of people unnecessarily. So that's my little sin. That's my little take. Ms. Quick? Yeah. I mean, I can't. Huh? Ladies first. Yeah. I, just being real, you know, if someone take the life of, of somebody close to me, um, I think it's it's a whole nother level that you're at when you can when you can do when you can forgive in your grief. Just being real, I don't know if I'm there yet, um, and it's going to take some work. Um, um, but I think that. You know, for that particular case, then it's spot on. If you're able to do that, then your life and that person's life can be lighter. You know, you you lift the weight of that from yourself and from that person so they can thrive and live, you know, I, I don't know whatever the, the rest of the, the life that God has planned for her and, you know, and the, the brother, of course, but you don't know what type of doors God opened for him and for her. You know, he's forgiving her and she's accepting and ready to give her life to, to God. You know, that right there is joy in itself. Um and I think that's what it's all about. I know that that's what the Bible wants us to do. It's, you know, it's. I think, I think the struggle is when you get to the point where the part about forgetting is you you can forget enough so that that incident is no longer an issue between you and that person. You know, that's that's the part that's difficult because you have a constant reminder. Your brother or that loved one is not here to answer your calls like he usually usually is. We're not going to get together on Sunday and watch football like we usually do because she's taking his life. Now, we all we all have different levels of, of of this relationship with God. Um, so I'm mad enough to say that his apparently is much greater than mine. <laughs> um, period. So I applaud that, and I wish he taught you know a lot of us that because I really wouldn't know. I'd handle some peace with that situation. 
And like we were saying before, if that's a test, hell, I know I feel that one. So, um, <laughs> next, <laughs> next, time for a rethink. But that's just that's that's just how it is. So I applaud that brother. You know, um, that's all I want to say about that specific case. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You know, the thing about it that you have to look at, in all honesty, um, and, you know, I'm like your wife. I, I, You know, anybody can just sit here right now and say, yeah, I, I, I could do that. But, you know, I've never been in that situation, so I, I can't say what I would do. I would like to think that I would, but I, I don't know, and I pray I never have to find out. But the one part of it that I do know is this. And this 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 helps me to be able to forgive a little more readily now is the fact that okay the Bible says and that's that's my portion of this thing you know um, you know how can you uh, this is basically what it says it said you when you pray you ask the Lord Lord forgive um, uh, all of my debts as uh, you forgive my debt, you know. In other words, so in other words, what he's saying, what you, what we're do, what the Lord is saying is, I forgive you based on how you're forgiving other people. So when mm-hmm. you look at it like that, it's like, okay, I know God gave me some for some things that I don't even want y'all to know about. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's some stuff I'm embarrassed to even talk. Even I don't even want to think about it. But I know God forgave me for it. He loved me just that much. But the question is, do I love, you know, somebody else that much that, you know, uh, that did me dirty, that that, that wrecked my bike, that stole my car, and things of that nature? So if somebody's asking me to forgive them and I say no, then do I have the right to go to God and ask God to forgive me? I mean, you know, it's kind of, yeah. You got to be real now, now, real and true now. We are, now that's this. Our level of forgiveness is 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 is, is, is set by condition. Somebody steals <laughs> a couple dollars. People like you know what he needed that more than me. Yeah. But I was at a point where I cussed God because I felt he took my granddaddy too soon. Now you're talking. Now you now you're talking. This is this is the point right here. Okay, you can't forget that person. But how many people is just like you, upset at God because you took my family member away? Or so we feel. Wow. I think that's very common. Um, unfortunately. Oh yeah. You know. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, we, you know, I lost my grandma at, at 19, and my brother was just a couple years. And he he was just a couple years older than me. Um, and he was very, very vocal about his rage with God, you know, for, for taking her. I mean, for years, he was very vocal and very adamant that, you know, he was done. You know what God is. I, you know, I ain't picking up no Bible. I'm not looking at no Bible. Don't mention God to me. Like I don't want to hear that dude's name. You know, um, as very 
and you know, I don't know if it's common among young people. I think older, you know, being older now and having lived life a little, a little bit more, understand um, death and when it's your time, it's your time. So I think that you know, had, had twenty years forward, had I lost her, it, I, I'm not gonna say I would have enjoyed it or you know, but I think I would have been a little more. Um, planning in my faith to understand it a little better. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So, and so, a lot of us really, we need to um, literally ask God, you know, to forgive us. That's what we need to start. You know, if we're upset with God, angry at God, we don't, we don't want to admit that that's the case sometimes. But you know, uh, quick said it. You know, earlier he was mad because of, you know, God took his loved one, okay? But at some point, you have to say, God, you know what? Um, you know, I was just hurting. I, I, You know, I don't have the right to, you know, to, 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 to be angry at you. So what I'm going to do is ask you to forgive me and tell you thank you for the years that I did have and, um, you know, and go from there. And then, you know, not only do we need to ask um God to forgive us, but you know well we haven't forgiven, and this is gonna sound crazy, but there's some people that passed away in my life that, you know, I, to be honest, I'm a little pissed off at them. I'm like, you know, you know, it was a preacher, uh, and you know, I kind of went to his went to his grave site. I know he ain't there, but I went there and I was like, dude, you know, you know, I finally let this thing go, man. I forgive you, but you ain't have to leave me like this. You, you. We had plans. We were trying to work some things out. How are you going to check out on me like this? There's some of us that's mad at people for dying too soon, you know. that You'd be surprised about this unforgiveness. It's not always as simple as, you know, two friends having a disagreement or a husband and wife, you know, fighting over, you know, something like that. This thing is deep, y'all, and I'm telling you, it's affecting, and you can go and read every book, um, I read it in the Journal of um, Medicine about how unforgiveness, they didn't call it that, they call it stress. You know, it can really affect, you know, affect our health. I mean, really, really affect our health. So um, our mental capacity, you know, it you just get to thinking about something and you get angry and before you know it, you're taking it out on somebody else. So this this topic you're talking about tonight about unforgiveness you know, forgiving and forgetting or whatever it was you said, um, that's important. And, um, yes, there's a difference between the two, but when you really truly forgive, you can forget about it. Now, you, you know that it happened, but you don't want to bring it up anymore. You don't want to bring it up anymore. And quick ask earlier, you know, how do we do that? Monica gave the answer, I think, without even knowing it. She said when her grandmother passed, she was, I think, 19 and, uh, then she said if she had it been twenty years later she could have handled it better. Um that that's the um key to it right there. You know, the better your relationship is with God, the easier it is for you to be able to move on. Because you understand that um this is not the way it's supposed to be. This is I'm not supposed supposed to hold anything against uh someone because God doesn't hold anything against me and you do it because of your relationship with God more than anything. So, um, great topic, 
great conversation from you guys, and, and unfortunately, this is real. This is one of those real things that uh, we all deal with. I mean, every single day of our lives, we, we're we dealing with unforgiveness, and that is, um, oh, my God, there's so much in the Bible about it. So we need to, all of us need to forgive. Black folk need to forgive white folk. White folk need to forgive. You know, we there's a lot of forgiveness that needs to take place, in all honesty. Because if you forgive, that limits retaliation. That limits death. That limits black-on-black crime. That limits, I mean, it places limitations on everything if we would ever just learn to forgive. But, um, you know, no matter how hard it is, it boils down to a choice. So sometimes, be honest, I don't want to forgive. I don't want to. I want you to hurt as bad as I hurt or at least a little bit more. I don't want to forgive until I can get my hands on you and I can get my money's worth. You know, I, I, don't, I just don't want to forgive, but that just boils down to sheer evil, <laughs> you know. So um, great topic. So my question is, how is it that we can forgive friends better or before we can forgive family. I understand betrayal, but betrayal is betrayal regardless of who betrays you. So how can we forgive friends better than we can forgive family? I think the hurt is different. I mean, in other words, if a friend hurts hurt me, okay, I'm hurt, but don't really expect a family member to, to hurt you. So since the get the wound is deeper, it seems to take a little longer for whatever reason. But it shouldn't be that way. I mean, it, it really shouldn't be because listen, wrong is wrong. You know, if you ran over me with a car and it killed me, or you shot me in the head with a bullet, I'm still dead. I'm still dead either way it go. But you know, for some of us, we place. Um, I don't know. I, the limits on different things. We say, well, this one, this is this is worse than that, or whatever. So we we got to first of all, I think, get an understanding that, you know what, we got to forgive everybody. There's no such thing as just let me look out for my friend and forget my family, or let me forget, let me look out for family and forget the friend. No, that's not not the way it's supposed to be, man. It's just not. <laughs> It's just not, but uh, but unfortunately, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I I agree with 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 Pastor. It's, I mean, I agree with you too. It's betrayal is betrayal, regardless of of you know who betrayed you. Um, but I think the problem is is that we have higher standards for family than we do friends. There's certain things you expect your friends to do that you would never expect your family to do. And because of those standards, um, I think we set ourselves up for a bigger hurt than, you know, in in one, in one situation rather than the other. Um, you know, whereas if, if we understand that right is right, wrong is wrong, and we don't, um, and we understand that that people are human and people hurt people. Um, it's a little less of a blow, you know what I'm saying? 
So I think I think it's it's because we we have certain expectations. Of it. I can take that. 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 Now, when it comes to, let's say, pastor, this is my brother. He know not to kind of offend the kid because, you know, he, he, he know better. We got a lot of connections. So if he, if he offend me, I'm taking that to the heart. But my cousin... Or my sister, we was raised in the same house, same morals, same principles, same value by the same parents. This heifer got the audacity. Oh nah, I ain't talking to her. She know I don't eat mustard, and she go put it in the the, the potato salad. <laughs> oh my god! But every time family no. do something, we feel it's done out of spite. Not uh, at an error, out of spite. Because they know. They just got to know. But our friends do something. It's, you know, we have an excuse for them. Can we agree on that? So what you're yeah. telling me is that if if a, if a friend step on your foot, it was a mistake. But if a family member step on your foot, they, are, they knew how big your foot was, so... They should have known to step a inch away or whatever. I, I, I hear you, man, but I don't know if you ever heard this story or not in the Bible. That's why I laughed, you know. Um, and and uh, it was Cain and Abel. They were blood brothers, that same mother, same father. And one brother got mad at the other one and killed him. I mean, beat him down, killed him, took his took the life out of that joker, man. And... Um, you know, and then basically just tried to lie to God uh, concerning it. So all I'm saying, man, is that um, you're right. Family members should know better. They should know uh, your points. Maybe sometimes they just took advantage of you or whatever. But, again, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, a violation is a violation. You know, if a cop, you know, pulls you over, and you were doing 60 and a 20, and, uh, you know, he gives you a ticket, okay, if me and him are blood brothers and I do 60 and a 20, uh, and he gives me a ticket, did he wrong me or was he doing his job? I mean, you know, it's it's, it's, it's funny, man. It's, it's just funny at how we um, can tolerate something from one, but we we refuse to tolerate it from another. We just absolutely refuse, you know. Um, I'm sitting here, and you were talking about the two of us. Um, somebody else can do me wrong, and it won't even – I won't like it, you know, but I'll go on. But if you did the exact same thing to me, I don't even know how long it would take me to get over that because I, I didn't expect that from you. I, I know 
where our relationship is, and it's like, wow. I mean, I can't. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. But why should I hold a, you know, a noose around the other guy's neck? You know, I don't know, man. It's just funny. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk this thing through because that that's not the way it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to be, um, you know. Um, we're supposed to love everybody the same. Let's just put it like that. We're supposed to forgive everybody the same way, but we don't do it. Plain and simple, we just don't do it. And the hurt, hurt is hurt, but because of my relationship with you, you know, it, you done broke a brother's heart. You done stabbed me to where, wow, I, it's hard for me to even get over it. And somebody else, I done moved on and hadn't even thought about it again. So we got some growing up to do, man. I believe that. I think part of. I was gonna say I think part of the problem could be too is that you know maybe I don't like him as much as I like you. You know maybe you know maybe I I just you know I hang with him because he can you know make me laugh a few good times every now and again, but, you know, like, maybe you my brother. I'm going to go to the end of the earth for you. And and in turn, I expect the same in return. Um, so when you when you wrong me or you fail me, like, that, that's a deep cut simply because of, you know, how I view you. And, and, and I know, you know, what I would give for your friendship and, you know, and I know what I would or I wouldn't do. See, I think that part of the problem is is that in a lot of relationships with people, regardless of what type it is, um, we we expect to receive what we're willing to give. And and that's not always the case. You know, um people like they're not built like even even if it is a brother or a sister from another mother, I mean from the same mother raised in the same household with the same morals and the same values is still not going to be built like you. Um, and that's probably because life is taking you down a, a different path than it's taking them, you know, different experiences, different levels of relationship with God and, and stuff like that. But when when people don't live up to what we expect them to be, then we set ourselves up for that type of hurt. But you know, I think that that's with anyone or anything. You know, yeah. when you have expectations, you are prone to be disappointed at, at some point, especially when you have high expectations. Disappointment will be there. That's a possibility. But you're more vulnerable to that because of whatever obligations or whatever connections you have. You know, same church. Same faith, same uh, fraternal connection, same what have you. My brother pulled me over and gave me a ticket. I'm calling grandma. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oh. Thanksgiving oh, will be awkward as hell. Oh my God. Thanksgiving will oh, be man. awkward as hell. Now, that's, 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 that's the. <laughs> That's the real, but the truth of the matter is, mm-hmm. I need to be more respectful to my brother because he's doing his job. 
In fact, Look at you, I man. need to pay this ticket yeah. off first. Yes, sir. If That'll I don't pay no other ticket I got off, I need to pay this one off. That's mm-hmm. right. That's Absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. That's right. That's, yeah, that's the way that thing should go right there, man. It's out of respect and out of love. You can you can resolve your issues over, like you said, at Thanksgiving, but publicly you need to go and, and, and uh, uh-huh. cover your brother. That's your brother. You got to cover him. You know, you got to make sure he does that. And, you know, in all honesty, you know, thank him for doing his job, you know. Thank the man for doing his job and uh, uh, Actually, everything. Before, but, man, that, it, before that, Pastor, you shouldn't even put him in a position to have to do his job. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's truth. That is truth. But man, listen, you, you y'all are tapping into so many things. Um my daughter just walked in the room and let me show you how things go. Uh, my boys, um, I believe in, you know, punishment, chastisement, correction, whatever you wanna call it, I do. And uh my boys, um I was rough on them, man. I'm not gonna lie, I was rough on them. You know, not to the point of abuse or anything, nothing like that. But I was, I was rough on them, if you understand what I'm saying. But uh, when mm-hmm. it came to my daughter, um, I probably have my words was enough to correct her. I, I almost refused to, I guess you would say, spank her. My, now my wife did, but you know, I, I didn't. I may have tapped her once or twice. Uh, just on the hand or just stop that or whatever like that. Okay, that's not fair to my boys, okay? But my reasoning is, and and y'all ain't going to believe this, is number one, you know, my boys is like, you know, nah, bro, you ain't getting away with this. I'm going to teach you how to be a man. But with her, Uh I don't know, man. It was almost like, okay, if I'm going to tell this guy to come, come pick her up, listen, I never put my hands on her, so you're not going to put your hands on her or something like that. It was just a totally different mindset. Now, don't get me wrong. She's a good kid. She does things wrong, but my words to this day still chastises her. My words to my boys, (laughs) you know, they mean more now, but then it didn't mean a thing. So am I right for that? You understand what I'm saying? So in other words, it's almost like I would forgive my daughter uh, for the same offense that I like to kill my son for. You see, this this unforgiveness is not right, and here I am. I just justified it. Y'all let me get away with it because, like I said, <laughs> no, I ain't, Look, I ain't, I ain't done. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I was Go about ahead. to say, that's that double standard right there. Oh man, look at them. They they get ready to pounce right now. But that's not honestly that's my that's my thinking is that listen, this is I don't believe in hitting the woman, you know. I can't hit a girl, man. I can't I can't do she that. Ain't no, you know, she ain't a woman, she's correct. a girl. You gotta teach her to be a woman. <laughs> I got you, I got you, but like I said, I, again this thing goes this thing goes deep, man. It go it really goes deep. It really uh impacts Impacts my life tremendously, you know. Now my wife, she ain't got no problem. She, she don't, she don't care. She'll break, she'll cut a tree down in a heartbeat. But for me, it was like, no. Nah. So tell me how you feel about it. 
Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this one first, Miss Quick. I can't tell you whether you're right or wrong. That's your house. But what I can tell you is if you don't, somebody else will. Now, oh, yeah. the balance is usually for girls, the mamas are the disciplinarians, right? Because they know what she's trying to get away with. She, daddy go, he, 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 he soft. So he, you know, they go rub his <laughs> head a little bit and say, daddy. And it's all good. In my house, it's male dominant. So, yeah. you know, hey, <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. Let's get it. I mean, you, you my one year old, I type that diaper. I tap that diaper. Mm-hmm. You dig? Like, we ain't, yeah. <laughs> we ain't doing this. Because if you don't now, when he get older, he going to be trying to, uh, I'm going to have to tap that chin. You dig? Yeah, so yeah. I got you. You got to, to do it when you can. Now, the business say something, and, you know, she asked twice. I say once, and it's like, okay, here come daddy. He's he's serious. But zero is all. All bets are off right now, cause you don't had all you wanted before I got involved. Mm. So now I'm involved. It's going down. Before the message be like, oh, mm. uh, now it's like, oh, there go your daddy. That's on y'all. Yep. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But it's that balance. Miss Quick, what's your yeah, thoughts? And it's the same, and it's the same in our household. You know, just like you said, usually um, I, I'm I'm more see with me, I'm more forgiving and forgetting with the boys. You know, I'm, I'm faster at it than than a husband is. You mm. know, is. <laughs> Is you know, like our, our teenager lost his phone privileges almost a month ago, and you know my husband's like three to six months. That's it, you know. And that night, I was wanting to have a conversation and say, you know, that's 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 a little extreme. <laughs> but is you know, I'm ready to even even though I agree, you know, I was hot. I was the one who went and got the phone from the school, take it to the office. You know, I'm coming to get it. You know, and. But then once the husband, you know, kind of, you know, enforced the, the consequences, like, all right, now I'm ready to go to bat for you. You know, I'm, I'm and knowing he ain't learned his lesson yet because it ain't been long enough, you know. But it's one of those things where, okay, I'm ready to come rescue you right now. I'm going to jump in. But I have to have these conversations and say, no, you know, you, you need to stand back. He got to, you know, he got to go through this. He got to do the punishment. You know, he got to do the time and you know, it'll it'll he'll learn his lesson, it'll pass. So I'm always mm-hmm. ready to to move past it and get him to the next level. All right, had the conversation, got the punishment. It's it's been two days of getting the phone back, but you know, in certain instances, I have to just you know got to make him wait it out. And um, I don't know why that is. I you know it, it maybe it's, it's like the husband say the mama's come to rescue for the boys, the daddy's rescue the girls, and and that's the that's the balance that's that household balance you, you know when when you have children um that's just what it is but for me it's over just to go back to the forgetting part um it's becoming a little more easy for me to forgive and forget and i think it it's because uh, you know, growing in my faith. 
and um, and understanding that the bigger picture, so to speak, you know, understanding, you know, what really matters. Listen, I don't care about what y'all talking about. My two-year-old, I come in the door and I go to kiss his daddy and he don't kiss me. All right, don't bring ass over here when I'm eating and try to get some of what I'm eating. You dig? Like, listen, no, bro, he tried to climb up. No, I ain't pushing him down. Don't move my leg. Like, no, you ain't climbing up here, bro. You ain't want to kiss me. So uh, y'all can act like y'all just so easy to quick forgive and forget. I ain't. Not at all. Listen, 8 to 80. Eight months to eighty, it don't matter to me. I'm mm-hmm. in my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but that's the question. That's the you, next you question. Evaded my question. What earlier. is the time? No. What what benefits do you have from holding on to it? Like, okay, if I'm your wife. If I offend you, how does it benefit you to be angry with me? How does it benefit you? It's not a benefit. It's consequential exactly. to you. To you. For you to be mad at you me? go no. You go no. You you shouldn't have did that. Whatever it is. But if I do I'm it, sorry, I, I didn't mean it. I know I know you didn't mean it and I forgive you. But no. If if there's just a because but you over it don't mean I got to be over it? It's not that. It's not that I'm over it. It's, it's that I'm sorry. You know, I apologize and I mean it. And, you know, I'm not, it, it wasn't intentional. I'm not trying to do it again. And it, you know what I know? I know all that. But guess what? I ain't going to forget it. So how does that benefit you and I in our relationship? You, you're not going to forget it. So you walking on and you holding on to it where we at dinner and you say, I don't want no potato salad. You know, you put you put mustard in my potato salad. I don't know if you got mustard in there or not. No, mm-hmm. husband, you know I didn't put mustard. I, look, I don't want it. You did it last so time. So here I am. Be, I'm just trying to here be I am enslaving over a stove all day for your birthday, you know, making sure that I do everything just right. And then here you are still holding on to, to the meal that I messed up, you know, six months ago. You, you, you won't let us, you won't let us grow. So if if, if, nope. if you're holding on, all I thing, ask you to do, all I ask you to do is when you're making it, put the phone down this time. Last time you was on the phone cackling, and you put the mustard in the potato salad. <laughs> so this time when you make it, just get off the phone. Let's prioritize. Let's not try to try to try to balance or or or, or multitask. Let's prioritize. Let's say you know what I'm gonna focus on this meal because I. Put mustard in the potato salad last time, and here we go. But what if so, I tell you that it's not for you to make me remember how I fucked up? Excuse my French, Pastor, but you know it's not for you to make me remember that. Like I, 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 could, I know, who was, who, I know when I messed up. What? Who was it to remind <laughs> you that you messed up last time? That's how you go grow. But why do I have to be reminded? Here's the thing. Why do you have to remind me when I've already repented and asked for your forgiveness and apologized and and made stride in my apology to show you how sincere I am? Like, my thing is, is 
I remember every wrong that I do. Okay, like like that's I I mean I mess up, I take it, I live with it, you know, I move on. Um, of course, after you go through your own personal healing process. So you don't have to remind me that I messed up my husband's first birthday meal. Like, that's with me forever. But, but the second one, you know, when I come to give you your second birthday meal, and I know it's on point, and you're going to look at me and tell me, you know, put no potato salad on my plate. What? I've been here all day. All right, now. So now, answer me this. So how is it that I can praise you every meal? Oh, these potatoes, these beans are good. Oh, you know, you put your foot off of these grits or what have you. But the one time you messed up, I can't tell you you messed up? Because that's, because, because that's going to be the only thing that you bring up. I'm not saying, I'm not even saying you got to <laughs> praise me for every meal. You see, you have to know as people... Listen. As people, we're, but as people, we're, it's easy for us to remember the bad. It's easy for us to bring up the negative. It's a lot harder to pay somebody a compliment than it is, you know, to tell them how messed up they look. You know, compliments and truth, I mean, compliments and and lifting somebody up takes effort. Putting somebody down don't take nothing. That's not true because you got to be tactful in how you do it. A put down is a put down. However you, you know, however you want to slice it. No, but Tactful but, but let's 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 visit this real quick. You do you do every you do you know every meal right. Boom, babe. Boy, you sure did this. Oh, that marinade on that jerk. And there's one oh, no, nah, I don't really like them them beans too tough. You get offended because I say I don't like the beans, but. Everything else that I was like, yo, you did good. This was good. This was good. This was good for months, years on end. But the one time, oh, you know what? I ain't cooking no more damn beans. Ain't going to be no more beans cooked in this house. <laughs> nah, see, what you're doing is you're getting off topic. That's a whole, that's whole, that's entirely different <laughs> from you reminding me and holding against me how I messed up. I mean, it's cool if if I make something, be like, okay, try to just write this new recipe. Be like, nah, that's too saucy. I mean, you know, just being real. Like, I don't, hey, it is what it is. I'd be asking, is it too saucy? Yep, okay. But it, that's entirely different from saying, okay, there's a situation that I know I messed up. And I know I upset you. I know I made you, you know, you feel some kind of way or whatever the situation may be. And I know I apologize and I know I was sincere. And here I am, you know, thinking that, that we've moved past it. And then suddenly something happens and it, and it takes you back there where you throw it up in my face again. Like that, how do we benefit from that? We don't benefit from that. We don't grow from that. We go back. We It's, it's like, you Maybe know what? Take ten steps forward what I learned. I'm gonna tell you what I learned. Come on. I just learned to keep my damn mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> she made pasta. It was a dish that was made. It was so salty, bro. And guess what I did? Sat there and ate it. Head hurting like a mug. Head hurting. <laughs> Dehydrated. Lips look like I was at a Rick James party. I'm talking about gone. <laughs> But you know what? I ain't say nothing. I just drunk all the juice or whatever I could find and kept it pushing. Because when you say something, when you say one thing, 
<laughs> one thing they never ever forget it. One yeah. thing. <laughs> see, but but you you know what's funny? You, you see what's funny is he keeps going back to to that. He keeps going back to a saucy dish. That's cool. I ain't got no problem with that. My question to you that you keep evading is how do we benefit from you holding on to my offense to you? Answer that. So, okay. About the so, so, so this is how we hold on. We address it. No, I said how we, we benefit l- from you holding on to it. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how, how we go benefit. Okay. Because uh-huh. everything is, a, is a learning situation. Everything is a learning tool. So, the, the time that we can't talk about it, that's when there, it's not beneficial. That's when we don't learn from it. That's when we can't get beyond it. But the fact that we can talk about it, laugh about it, obviously we've moved beyond that. That's Everything cool. happens with conversation. But the problem is right. nobody wants to converse about anything. We avoid it. So if we can have a conversation, I say I forgive you. And just because we're still talking about it doesn't mean that um, it's, it's with any malicious intent, it's with any malice in my heart. Nah. See, we laughing about it. We done moved on. But see, what we're talking about, what I'm talking about is is those situations that, you know, people have and an offense has been committed. And here we are in, in a rut again. And I'm apologizing or, you know, and it's like, oh, well, you remember this time, this time, and this time, and it and it, come, it surfaces back up. That in, in my mind, and, and Pastor, you know, help me out here, but in my small mind, if, if I've done something, you know, to, to jog your, your, you know, and if I've done something else to make you upset with me, not the same thing, but I've done something else to make you upset with me, and you go back. To that first offense, and you bring that up, then we haven't you you haven't forgotten it. We haven't healed. We haven't moved past it. You're still holding it against me because now here we are in in another issue or at another crossroads, and you bring in that and you bring in you bringing that back up. So now you've just compounded what we have to get past. You mm-hmm. just because because right there you're telling me that true. that time that I hurt you then is still very present and alive. And now that I've hurt you again, you know, I got to make up for both of those when I thought that I'd already made up for the one. You see what I'm saying? Like, because oftentimes that's what happens. We get into a spackle. Well, I'm not saying literally we, you know, I'm just saying like, people, we get in, you know, we get into a spackle here and it's like, well, you know, I shouldn't have asked with you anyway, because you remember that time. This, 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 I should have learned my lesson then, you know, here it is coming back up. And, and the other person is, like a deer in headlights, like wait, wait a minute. You know, I I apologize for that. You know, I I thought you know you told me you forgave me. We we were good. Everything has been good. And now that I've you know messed up something else, you you throwing this back at me. So I think that it's it's not it's not beneficial. Right. It's all a conversational piece. That's the only way. That you can benefit from it. Now, I'm going to use this as an example. I don't know if you guys are familiar with with Wu-Tang, but at some point, Raekwon shot up Ghostface House before they became part of the group. 
And <laughs> here they are, you know, years later, like the dynamic duo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's some forgiveness for your ass. Yeah. Right? You know mm-hmm. I mean, like everybody, you know, he had he had two brothers with MS, no, MD, that like in wheelchairs and he put them on the ground and mom was in the bed asleep and bullets flying through the house. You know what I mean? This was before they became members of the, the you know, Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Right. So, obviously, it had to be some forgiveness. So, if you need to learn how to forgive, you need to talk to them brothers. <laughs> that mm. brother know how to forgive. Right. And Period. I mean, you know, for, I ain't and quite, forgive and forget. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I hear, we all hear and have heard forgive and forget. But the question is, right. how do we do? We know what to do, but how do we do it? I can make a joke yeah. of it and we keep it pimping. But then, are you thinking I'm being a cynic because I'm doing right. so? Yeah. Uh, am I being sarcastic because I'm doing so? Nah, I'm telling you, like, look, I'm past that. That's 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 peanuts. Let's keep it moving. Wow. Yeah, see, I don't know. I guess, you know, I don't know. Maybe. I, okay, I agree to an extent. You know, you know, if you, if you can set, it, it's about conversation. So at the end of the day, if you can sit and have a conversation about it, you know, and, and laugh about it with each other and still be on those good terms, then of course, you both have gotten to the place where you've healed from it and learned um, and use it as a tool. Um, on the flip side of that, if, you know, if you, if you are being malice when you bring it up or, you know, you bring it up with, with the intent of being malice or malicious, or you, you know, you, you kind of slide one in there thinking you're joking. It's kind of one of those things where you, you slide it in there as a joke. But you dead serious. You see what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, nah, we ain't, we ain't good. We ain't, we ain't really good because you, you just slid that in there on me, and and you know I, I've never brought up, you know what you've done to me, because remember now, when you when you're in any relationship long enough, it's gonna be some. I mean, the offense is gonna trade off. It's not gonna be just one offender. You can you can do some messed up stuff to me, as well as I'm gonna do to you. But if I am in a so it's not like you meditated right now. No 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 no. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you heard that. I got That's witnesses. All right. That's all right. <laughs> we gonna archive this. I, that's how I premeditated. <laughs> when you eat them grits in the morning, they they gonna be bland <laughs> as white bread. I'm just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> 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 but I mean, you know, when you're in a relationship and you've been dealing with somebody long enough, you know, you're gonna you're gonna offend me. I'm gonna offend you, and you know. But I think that that that's where the growth comes from. But if we're constantly no. if you're constantly bringing up my wrong, no. and I'm not. Go ahead. The growth not, comes from the conversation. 
we can we can offend and trade back and forth, but we, if we ain't talking about it, we ain't getting past it. But the only talking you want to do is throw it up in my face. Of, of you remember when you did that? I'm talking I, about it. it, it I forgave you. T- Listen, I'm, I can have a conversation with you and be like, "Yo, it's all good." You know, we gonna keep it moving. We gonna laugh about it. You know, that's what it is. I had a text message come to my phone the other day, and it happened so fast it blew my mind. Oh, is this? I was like, "Who is this?" This your baby mama. What the fuck? Baby, don't my number. Oh, hell no. Nah. No response. Blocked. No response. Blocked. Because I'm not in a position, truthfully, I forgive, but I ain't forgetting. So that's one strike God already got against me right there. I just hope he don't hold. <laughs> that ain't the one he look at. Because we all like like we were saying earlier is everybody who get cut go get a scar you, it's gonna it's gonna part of the healing is the scab everybody's scab comes off differently you know what I mean so just because you're over it don't mean that I'm over it Nowhere in that does it say that we got to forgive and forget at the same rate. Just because you're over it, I'm over it. Nah, it don't work that way. And truthfully, I ain't even willing to have a conversation, so nah. But in your case, Miss Quick, if there's an offense, we have a conversation. Oh, baby, I didn't, oh, oh. I don't like that tea. And it's like, shit, I ain't make it, and you keep it moving. Don't drink it, then one for you. Oh, my bad. I didn't know that. Yeah, we keep it moving. <laughs> but it was in the right, refrigerator. Right. It was in the refrigerator. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I, said, I, it's, I, it's, can, it's I can dig that, though. The conversation had to be had, had to be had. All right, What's but now listen. Quiet laughing. What's happening? Nah, man, because you know y'all y'all uh, need to be arrested for peeping time, man. Y'all been looking in my window, my wife and I. You know, we 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 had these battles from time to time about you know things like that. I think all couples do, but bottom line is this, man, and this is just flat out on the real. You know, um, the Bible says when you find your brother in a fault, you go to them. And so you know. If if you find your wife did something wrong, or I, you know she find you did something wrong, we got a responsibility to go to them and have that tough conversation and say, look, you know, um, now we love each other enough to be real to tell each other the truth, right? Yeah, okay. Well, I want to let you know I didn't appreciate what you did or what you said or how you handled this or you know whatever, whatever, and. You should have the right to be able to say that, but at the same time, y'all shouldn't stop conversating until an agreement has uh, been reached. Either you forgive each other, or in Quick's case, if he say he can't let it go, you know, say immediately or whatever, then the agreement should be okay. Uh, okay, since I can't let it go, 
okay, will you agree not to hold it over my head and not to bring it up again? You know, but you got to have those tough conversations. You you absolutely got to have them, you know, um, because until you do and you reach um, an agreement, it's going to come up again. It, it's going to come up again. And, and, you know, if I'm going to have an argument, you know, I don't mean any harm. I'd rather have new arguments. I don't. I don't like right. arguing over the same stuff. Give me a new argument, a new problem, uh, something like that. But that that old stuff. That's what you know. And for whatever reason, we got a tend we got a tendency to avoid, um, you know, the things that we you know don't agree on. We just well, we'll just out of sight, out of mind. Well, right. Somebody gonna make sure it comes back up again. I promise you that. It's gonna oh, come back yeah. up again. So when we when we don't forgive, in all honesty, we're being disobedient to God. So mm-hmm. the longer we hold on to it, come on now, we got to we gotta grow beyond that and sit down and talk to each other, you know, if we really love each other. That's the way it's supposed to be done. Now is it done that way? No, you you know, so quick let me ask you. If somebody put the mustard, in, if she put the mustard in the potato salad, and you didn't <coughs> didn't like, you got mad at her. Okay, you're gonna stay mad until the next time she cooked potato salad and don't put mustard in it. <laughs> you mean anyway, how long will it last? Truthfully, you know, um, that was an example. I, I'm, I mean, we usually have <laughs> have a conversation. You know, uh, I don't. If something has me vexed right now, I'm not going to talk about it right now because out of love and respect, I don't want that to, I want to maintain the love and respect. You know what I mean? So I don't, okay. I don't want the, that situation to cause me to be out of character. I don't want to speak out of that specific or particular emotion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Out, of, out of anger or whatever, however I'm feeling about this. So when we do have a conversation and she listens and she gives me hers and we kind of go from there. You know what I mean? We, uh, we had those type of conversations early on, you know, and in this stage of the game, we really don't have those issues. Truthfully, we don't have right. any issues. We mm-hmm. pretty much laugh and joke and, you know, like tonight was just a, you know, for the show, we oh yeah, converse and keep it moving. You but, know, now but, if I, I do something wrong, they holler at me, or I holler at her. We just keep it moving. Yeah. Here's the the thing. You know, let me just and y'all may know this, you may not, but let me just let y'all in on a little secret. Women. Remember, and if you don't resolve that particular issue to our satisfaction, we gonna bring it right back up. And Ooh. it's one of those things where you may think, okay, like you know, like the husband says, we we don't argue and do stuff like that. Like I, you know, I didn't get married for all of that. Um, <laughs> you know, so, but it's. I, I'm not a person that's ever held my tongue for anything. You know, it, it's always tact. And, and I've learned, obviously, over the years, that when I'm dealing with him in a situation, 
to to get emotionally in check first because he doesn't understand, you know, when my when my voice is high pitched and I'm emotional, but he understands when I say I'm just trying to understand, you know, X Y Z. Oh, okay. Um, we can have a conversation from that point. But when I say that that what we do as women is is if is if we have a situation right now and um this ain't real just making it up and you know I I I seen a text coming through on your phone then uh I'm going to want to have a conversation about it but if you don't give me the answer that satisfies me 6 months from now when you know I, we at the store and some chick just randomly speaks to you and walk up and brushes you on your shoulder, my mind going back, okay? I'm just telling you because I'm going to be like, I'm going to be on this issue right now, and I'm going to be like, and, and then you know what? That's probably the same chick that sent you that text I asked you about. I'm going in because you didn't give me the answer at that moment that satisfied my interest or, you know, curiosity about that particular situation. So we're going to keep bringing it up until we get an answer that sounds like more of the truth. I'm just saying that's just how it is. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I can't disagree with her on that. I, I, that is that is the way that it is. And, and that, to me, is a perfect example of, of why we need to forgive as soon as possible because if you don't, somewhere down the line, you're going to wish you had because it's going to come up again, and guess what? It's going to be even more difficult because now you can't remember everything that, um, you know, that that was involved the first time you didn't forgive. So you're just, gonna, you're just compounding the problem, you know. So I think before we um, – in the call, all of us need to just just have a just a come to Jesus, you know, uh, check our cell phone uh, contacts and see, okay, is there anybody that I have not forgiven? And we really need to do that because mm-hmm. after a while, man, it gets so it gets so old and so um, I, I don't know, it just gets so old and so stale until it damages the relationship. It literally damages mm-hmm. it. So. Um, you know, we got to do it, man. It doesn't matter how hard it is. The bottom line is this, we got to do it. And if I hurt quick, then I got to go to him and say, man, listen, uh, I haven't got my forgiveness from God. I, I, I forgave myself. I'm asking you to forgive me. You know, I, I don't have a, uh, an excuse. I don't have a, really a reason or whatever. It is what it is. I can't take it back, but I ask you to forgive me. Okay, quick can say, Okay, I forgive you, but you know, then I'm going to ask him. Okay, what can I do to help build this relationship back? You know, and quickly right. to be honest with me and say, okay, it's going to take some time, or you know, right now I just need my space, or you know, whatever, whatever. We might not be boys immediately, you know, but I think I owe it to him to ask him, what can I do to, you know, to 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 bring restoration. And I think he should be honest enough with me to tell me, okay, this is what it's going to take. It came out of your mouth, but, you know, um, I don't want to talk to you for two weeks, and you got to give me 
five dollars every ten minutes or something. You got to come up with something. But you, I think you, oh, we owe it to have that tough conversation, you know. And um, and we, you know, we owe them their space if they need that. But at the same time, we have to understand that the longer it takes, the harder the harder it's going to be to get it where it needs to be. Because the brother mm-hmm. you just talked about, you shot up my house. And now we're doing records together. I mean, you know, that's, hey, I applaud them, brothers. I applaud them big time. You know, for me, certain certain things, certain people, you know, forgiveness comes. Um, but then, truthfully, some people don't even matter. We We put more energy than their relevance in your relationship or in your life. You know what I mean? Like, somebody offends you and it's like, you really didn't matter. I just wish they would have handled it different. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to sit around and mope and and say, you know, like, you need to ask for forgiveness or I need to ask for forgiveness because you really didn't matter. Truthfully, because when it boiled down to it, God the fam, and the business. As long as none of those mm. three things was disrupted, nothing else really matters. So, so outside of that, you don't, people that you don't need... Uh, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I don't Bro, know. I'm man. not gonna we, hunt we anybody still... down from a third grade and be like, "Yo, you remember that time I pushed you off the swing?" <laughs> man, no. What's the what's the what's the longest that you've held? I guess you would say a grudge or held on to pain or held on to unforgiveness. What's the longest you've done it? Miss Quick, you go ahead and do this. I gotta find my calculator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something up. Um, you know what? Oh This is this. I don't even know if this is good or bad, y'all. But I guess I gotta be honest because this is, you know, this is a real show and dealing with real issues. Five years. Hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna say I'm 40 now. So shit, truthfully, man, like I'm talking at least 20 years, bro. I mean, and and that's just that's just being generous, truthfully, bro. Because it's probably a little longer than that. Well, a lot longer than that. Um, <clears throat> but the forgiveness came maybe uh, maybe three years ago, maybe maybe three years ago, and. 
And the funny thing is, my so back to get this story. My my father, I said father four years, four times in the forty years of my life, right? So I wasn't even tripping on that part. I wasn't even tripping. What I was tripping on is the fact that my mother, her addiction was so long and so far, and it was like, you know, it was a lot of animosity, a lot of anger because of that. You did because I, I believe that you cared more for the streets than you did for me. You, you follow me? So it was, it was up until about four, a few years ago to where I actually told her, like, I talked to God about it, you know, and I actually told her, you know, I forgive you. I didn't do it for for her. I did it for me. You dig? So it was it was a nice it was a nice ride, <laughs> straight up. It was a nice ride. Mm-hmm. I held it on longer than people held down jobs. So you know, I guess they retire after twenty five years. Shit, we can retire this this for twenty after twenty five years. I don't know, bro. But it was it was it was that part I had to come to grips with with me and God. So I could bring it with me and her, but that was the key. It was a conversation that had to be had still. The conversation that had to be had between God and myself, and then God had to give me the strength and the words to had a conversation with my mother. <clears throat> Your turn. <clears throat> Having phone difficulties, can't hear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just leave nah, it be. Just, just, just give it a beat. <laughs> yeah, but nah, you know, I was. It was, um, you know, part of my um, uh, my forgiveness process took place basically on this phone call uh, on this radio show. Um, you know, one thing led to another. Um, and I was challenged on here, and it was a you know um, a father son you know thing that I just I let linger um, too long to be honest with you. And so I was challenged on here. Um, didn't know how to go about doing it, but I will say this, and maybe this will help somebody. Um, when I made my mind up to do it, uh, it's almost as if. Um, the offer God opened up the opportunity, gave me the words, and it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. And since then, since I did forgive, um, you know, I found out that, that, you know, the first part of it was I didn't know anything about forgiveness early on. And then the second part was, um, you know, I refused to forgive. And the third part was uh, I didn't know how to forgive. So there was three stages of it for me. But then after I, you know, figured it all out, I decided, you know what, I'm going to let it go. And once I forgave, my life, you know, honestly took a turn for the better. Uh, so did my father's. And believe it or not, um, to this day, my mother and my father are communicating now, I mean, I don't, you know, they were talking every day for a while, but now I, I don't know 
where they are with the thing. But all I'm saying is once I forgave, it was almost like a ripple effect to where uh, she was able to forgive him or he called and asked for forgiveness from her, I'll say. So what I'm saying, y'all, is, you know, man, you don't realize what you're holding up, you know, because people that love you, you know, they'll hate somebody because you hate them, you know, or whatever. Mm. So it's just to the point, man, where we got to understand that we're holding up a lot of people and we're holding up a lot of blessings. And uh, like uh, Ms. Quick said earlier, you know, how is it benefiting us to hold on to it? What 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 exactly are we accomplishing by holding on to it? Is it that you just want me to know that you're angry with me? Okay, well, I do. I know that now. You, you might as well go on and do something else, you know. Let's grow up, man. Let's be mature. Let's be the change that we want to see in this world. Let's do what, you know, God does for us. Let's do what, let's do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And um, the right thing is to forgive. So Quick said 25 years or whatever it was, mine is a little beyond that. But, you know, it, it's, you know, hard nonetheless, you know. And, 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 again, you need to be around people that you love, people that will, you know, you guys challenged me on here. I didn't like it, but I appreciated it. I needed it. So you got to be around people that, will hold you accountable. You know, this is how we're going to get this thing done. Be around people that will hold you accountable. You know, you don't need to be around people that's going to co-sign. I wouldn't forgive him either. He shouldn't have ever done this. No, get around somebody that's going to hold you accountable. And then, all right, evaluate your relationship with God and say, okay, God forgave me so, you know, I can forgive that person. And then also think about who and what you may be holding up. You know, it could be your children. It could be you know, another family member, it could be a friend or whatever. And because uh, when you let go, they'll let go. And uh, so when I do those things, man, it's sort of like it's not easy to do, but I can do it. I can forgive. And bottom line is it boils down to a choice. And uh, I choose to forgive. I, I choose to do it because it's just in my best interest. It, it really is because I keep going back to Miss Quick. What is it going to benefit? Well, I'm not going to get any taller. I'm not going to get any richer. I'm not going to get, I mean, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change, but it will get worse, you know. So it's um, our benefit to get, uh, forgive. You know, we were just talking, and, and <clears throat> excuse me, I received a text from my father earlier, you know, and. Uh, he made a snide remark at the end. It was like, you know, thanks for the small talk, son. And I'm like, hey, you welcome, pops, anytime. And that was it. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, we once the true healing have have come, you're gonna be able to laugh about it. Like, there's nothing that that person can do, for the most part, to offend you. Cause it seems like once you you have that first encounter, you have the conversation, you know that the the intent, the motives behind it is something else. It's like, uh, it's all good. Me and my wife had our first disagreement and we we had a conversation about it. Now, there's no more disagreements. 
because the you know the place that this person is coming from. So she, you know, I I, I thought we were talking about the potato salad, but even if you know she put mustard in it or put too much salt in there, oh well, we're gonna keep it moving because I know that that wasn't her intention. You know what I mean? So I it's like there's no need to keep forgiving you, forgiving you, forgiving you, because you was apologetic the first time. You're not going to keep again and again and again and again. So I say that when my father texts me, like, you don't have any, any power over me. Like, I'm not angry with you. I don't, I don't, I, I, it's just not going to sound right, but I, I don't care enough to, to get me there. You know what I mean? So, that's part of the, in my mind, growth. They can also be misconstrued as callous or hated. So you got to know your situation to apply the adjective that's that properly describes it. That makes sense. Yes, sir. I hear you. Uh, 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 Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? Because you know, I know you. You had five years. You had you had the youngest amount of time. So, you know, what's your thoughts? Um, see, my thoughts are <laughs> you're right. Well, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean. <laughs> You know, um, and 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 again, you know the the reason um, I, I guess with the and I spoke a little bit about this on previous calls, but with with the relationship between my mom and I, um, I I, I only say five years because. That was that was I'm counting from the time I knew that I was harboring these feelings until the time Ooh. where I was able to heal and let it go now, if you really wanna if i mean if you really wanna look at it it, it could be longer than that, I guess um because I can't remember. You know, because as a kid, it's it's like you. It's easy for a kid to get to get past an offense. You see what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, I can't, I don't want to misspeak and and say twenty, thirty years because I honestly don't remember if I harbored any of these kinds of feelings. I only know that the day that they surfaced in me and you know, um, and I recognized what was happening, you know, that's that's when I started my clock on, but you on know, how I'm, long. You said something you said something right then when you said when you made mention of harboring the feelings. Sometimes we don't even know that we are harboring feelings until they do something else. And then they bring yeah. everything that happened from childhood to date up. 
If you know what I mean? Like, you remember when you stole my crayon and when you bit my antenna and when you, stole, right. you know, flat my tire on my bike, like, everything comes up because you don't know that you're harboring feelings. But yeah, and you're like a damn headline. more frequently. Right. Especially because you didn't have a conversation. There was no conversations right. had so that you could get beyond it. Right. And and the thing is, is that when you have, um, you know, when you have situations that you've been, you've been hurt as a child, not only, like, there are no conversations because a conversation will be viewed as disrespect or questioning. Mm. Um, and mm. so you, what else are you supposed to do? You, 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 what do you do? You, you put it in the bottle, you put the top on it, and you keep on moving. You know, and then here you are as an adult, and these same actions that, that you know, was done to you as a kid, you know, it's bringing up something, you know, and it's like stirring something up. It's shaking that bottle, you know, and then that, that top pops, and now you got a mess. It's a catastrophe now, so you have to address it now because you you can't fill your bottle up anymore. Um, so that's the unfortunate part about, and I don't know if this happens in every family. You know, I, it, you know, it, it may have happened in yours, may not have, but you know, it's one of those things where as children, you you know your place, and you know if if I wrong you or if you think that I've wronged you, then you're not allowed to come to me to say, "Hey, mom, you know you hurt my feelings when you smack me in the face with the comb now, you know what I'm saying, like all she knows you're trying to do is is part your hair and put them ponytails in so y'all can go to church, and you you know you sitting there moving left and right, but when she tagged you with that comb. It it not only did it hurt, but it it did something to your spirit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you you can't go to her and say, you know, like that. That really hurt. If she don't want to hear that. You shouldn't have moved your head. You don't come to me and tell me what you don't like. Um, that and that's just what it would have been. So you know, you at, at certain ages, you know, you're too young to be able to to start a conversation. Um, and this is probably a whole nother topic for a whole nother day, but then what outlet do you have as a child to be able to to have a conversation and avoid depression, avoid, um, you know, what suicide, you know, avoid these, these things that is, is basically taking our youth away. You know, what, what outlet do do you have? But anyway, sorry, I just brought up a whole. I just opened Pandora's box on that, y'all. Yeah, you did, but it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. That's just something we need to, something else we need to address because we we was just like just like you know the girls were told, the boys were told, you know, same thing, you know, kind of like suck it up or, or, or man up or what have you. So we're not saying anything, but when we get old, we have these resentments Yeah. for to whom or whatever, because we pretty much were silenced. 
Yeah. Yeah, so the issue Pastor, where you that we have... You quiet. No, I'm 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 listening because again, um I don't I don't want anybody to think that I gotta do it just like Pastor or just like Quick or just like Quick and his wife or whatever. You gotta find that well I mean there are standards now, you gotta do that, but you you gotta you know, it, it boils down to the person that you're in that disagreement with. You gotta sit down. You gotta have that tough conversation. You gotta iron that thing out. You gotta, you know, when you wrecked the guy's motorcycle or whatever happened, you know, you talked to him. You told him this is what I'm going to do. And if the guy didn't agree to that, he would have said, "Well, man, listen, you do fifty percent. I'll do fifty percent." Or he could have said, "Listen, uh, along with what you've done, I need another kickstand also that goes on it. You know, whatever." I think if you have that conversation and you both sit there and you want to work it out, you know, forgiveness is not as difficult as we make it. But, again, you got to have those tough conversations. You you don't have any choice. you you got to have them. you got to have them. So um, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like a lot of people have been um, helped tonight. I feel like they've been helped individually and as, you know, maybe married couples or business partners or family or friends or whatever, whatever. Um, you know, forgiveness is not easy, but it's necessary, especially if you want God to do that for you. And for the folk that, you know, don't love the Lord, don't have anything to do with the Lord, you know, treat people the way you want them to be treated. Because I'm sure just as somebody's wronged you, you've wronged somebody along the way and maybe not even known it. So, again, even if you don't love the Lord, and I pray that you do, you've got to make sure that you um, uh, respect people enough to, you know, um, to forgive. you got to forgive. And you'll know when you're truly forgiven. Uh, uh, and this was this is the forget part. You know you're forgiven when you can, the next offense comes up, and you can either pray for that person or laugh with that person. Then you know you're forgiven. But if the anger rises back up, you never did let it go to begin with. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So that's the how. No, I'm sorry. We know the what. So the how is it's the conversation. Yes, sir. Address it essentially in okay. Well now we now we getting somewhere. Now we getting somewhere. Now we getting somewhere. Hmm. Well, I'm 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 real. For me, it's it's not as easy because I'm not I'm not as as used to it as y'all. But I'm learning the human way of doing things. (laughs) The human way of doing things, and that you know, uh, having having conversations. Uh, address it right then, and yep. you know, the moment they offend you, you address it. But to do it the godly way is is to do it in order. You know, somebody offends That's you right. in front of somebody that don't, that doesn't necessarily mean that you go out and start hooping and hollering. 
you know, putting on mm-hmm. a show, making a spectacle of yourself. Now, you go, you pull them aside and say, hey, that wasn't cool. I didn't like that. And you move on. But if you don't, and for me, it's like, see, they, see the moment. Mm-hmm. Give it to me right here. I'm going to give it to you right there. And that may not be right. But if you do it in order, it'll come across the way that it's supposed to. And this person may apologize. Y'all have handled your business. And now y'all have y'all relationship can flourish. Um, we agree? I'm good with it. Miss Quick, I know I I know how you do things. I know your cutoff game's grown, so you know <laughs> am, I, cut you am, off. I, am I am I all right? <laughs> yeah, I think I think um, you know, as important as it is for you to address and the the wrongdoing um, appropriately, it's also equally important for you to not only speak your piece, but to listen to what the other person has to say. Because oftentimes we 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 get in it, and the only thing like all all I want to do is let you know that 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 won't cool. You know, like I like I don't appreciate what you just did. Um, that's all we have on our mind. You know, it's like I need to get my point across. Like I don't care whether they have something to say or not. I just need to get my point across, and I'm gonna leave it alone. But you also, when you address that person, you also have to be ready to converse and accept, you know, whatever it is they have to say, so that you can move forward. So just make sure that the conversation is is not a one sided conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a it's a dialogue. Mhm. So y'all, y'all, you're talking together versus talking at them, you know, versus a right, like a lecture type. Mhm. I can dig yeah. it. Yep. 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 I can dig it. Well, I mean, hey, you know me, I'm ready to go to work now. So you know, y'all done put me on. Y'all done told me how to do it. Now I got to go ahead and start forgiving everybody. They don't go crazy. Now that I, I know how. Now that I know how to do it. <laughs> and mean it when you say, you know what? No, nah, I forgive. It's all good. And mean it. Yep. Yes, sir. Which means that it shouldn't come back up in conversation again. Okay. If it comes up, they're going to bring it up, not you. Absolutely. Right. You know, it's not about keeping tally, you know? No. You can't keep record of it. Can't keep record of it. Y'all keep saying that. Y'all keep saying that. But I, hey, fool me once, fool me twice. Y'all know. So, how are we supposed to know if you got me once or twice if we ain't got no record? <laughs> Don't suppose to keep a record, man. <laughs> Don't suppose to keep a record. You gotta, you gotta. That's part of the forgiveness process. Is I'm not gonna keep a record. You know that way. When I get angry, I don't have nothing to reach back and pull to remind you that this is time number eleven. You know, you just you don't keep a record, and it's like okay, that's that's that. You know, let's let's. 
in, in the words of the brothers you just de- talked about earlier, uh, let's move on and make some beautiful music together. You know, that's that's where it has to be. You love don't keep a record. Love don't keep a record, man. Mm-mm. And you gotta use the spirit of discernment. You know, if you know you you get fooled once, okay, you know, but when when you forgive and and move past it with that person, and and another situation comes up, then then obviously, you know, I think that that's when we, we need to challenge ourselves to go deeper. <laughs> into prayer and, you know, no pray longer, pray, pray harder, but, you know, you, you lean on God for understanding and say, all right, you know, you didn't, you didn't got me one time, you know, God, which, you know, how I'm supposed to maneuver. He telling me, you know, that this, 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 that, and the third, but, you know, and I think if, if you trust God and, and just follow his way, then, you know, if, if if they get you again, then it's because this is a lesson that you absolutely have to learn. Mm. Well, that's seems a little heavy. Go ahead, Pastor. What you got to say? Oh, no. I was just going to say that. I mean, it can't get any plainer than that. That's just the way it is. You know, we may not like the process. We may not like... Uh, What's required, but it's the requirements. I mean, it is they, you know, the standard is not going to change. We're supposed to forgive, and so whether we like it or not, you know what? Um, be a person of standard and do do the right thing. Mm. All right, I guess. <laughs> 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 No, I, I hear what y'all saying. I mean, I guess we go go ahead and, and go to work, you know. But now, Max, it is one question: Is it okay to say, you know what, I'm gonna forgive you because I'm supposed to? Is that okay? No. Why? Why you gotta add all the small talk at the end? Why you gotta? Why you gotta stick <laughs> that needle in at the end? Why you just can't say, I forgive you and leave it right there? Because when you say. I did it because I supposed to. You know, you don't left it open to where like I really didn't want to do that and you know, <laughs> you, know you leave right. it open for something else to happen. You might as well close and just say, I forgive you and swallow the rest of it, man. Swallow it. Anything you swallow come out the other end, you can flush it at some point. <laughs> so swallow those last few words. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all don't learn the song. You know, y'all don't learn me something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's all I can say. Y'all don't learn me something. So, if y'all, y'all hearts are mind clear, we're going to go ahead and get off this thing and go to work. And go out here and forgive some people. <laughs> yes, sir. Have some conversations mm-hmm. with some people. Yeah. We know what to do. Now we know how to do it. So, we go out here and get to it. So yeah. everybody, hearts and mind clear. Miss Quick, hearts and mind clear. Yep. I love you and I thank you, Pastor, my brother. Is your heart and mind clear? Yes, sir, brother. No doubt. I love you and I thank you. My heart and mind too, clear. Man. So, Pastor, go ahead and do what you do. All right, all right, all right. Lord, thank you so much for. Um, our conversation tonight. Thank you for the openness and the honesty. And thank you, God, for the 
the, the rough areas. God, we all are guilty of harboring pain, frustration, um, old wounds. Um, and we're all guilty of not forgiving, God. But thank you that you're not like that. Thank you that you forgave all of us a long time ago. And, Lord, if you can forgive us, then surely we can forgive others. I know some have been hurt, and the wound is a lot deeper than others, but the process is still the same. Let's do it because it's the right thing to do. And help us to know, God, that it doesn't come with pain. It comes with actually relief because once we forgive, there's a weight off of our shoulders. And, God, it shows our maturity. It shows that, you know what, uh, we are who is supposed to be, that we've matured to the point mm-hmm. to where we're not going to allow anything to keep us from being who we're supposed to be. So, God, I pray right now for anybody that's holding on to uh, unforgiveness. There's some deep wounds out there. And, God, I know that you can give the strength uh, to at least start having those tough conversations. Now, God, husbands, wives, parents, children, teachers, students, employees, employers, Everybody needs to sit down and just literally uh, talk things out. And if nothing else, God, help them to understand that after you've done your part, then that's all God requires. So, Lord, please let this be a blessing to everybody tonight and help us to, Lord, be able to just let it go and move on. And when we can get to the point where we can laugh about it or either pray for the person that abused us, now we've truly forgiven So thank you so much, God, for what I know is going to take place. Bless this line. Keep your hand on it. Keep your hand on uh, Mr. Quick and his wife, and we're going to give your name to glory, God. Thank you for teaching us as we're doing our best to try to instruct and point others in the right direction. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, that concludes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, Mr. Quick, with Pastor Robinson and Ms. Quick. From us to y'all, love one another, more importantly, love God. Peace.